Hello, hello everyone. Welcome to another podcast with myself, Color Krish. And today I'm going to speak about why other people's opinions do not matter. Now, we often get sucked in with all the noise that happens around us, be it from our mom, our dad, our spouse, our friends, our relatives, our children, like anybody possible. We get sucked in with their noise and with their comments and with their opinions. Or even, the funny thing is, we even get absorbed by opinions of people we don't even know. Now, why I think that it is, you know, it is important to be aware that you know and you need to be in control of what you feel and what you're doing. So you see, the thing is, you already have the answers. You already know what you need to do and you need to listen to your own gut and take action. You know, sometimes you think that, you know, I want to quit university or quit after college and I want to go work to get some experience. And say, you know, your family comes up and say, no, you need to finish your education, for example, because that would give you stability. Now, that is their opinion. What does stability mean? It differs from every individual. Like to your parents, stability could mean, you know, I need to get my college education and, and pursue my academics and then I get a very academic line career. Now that's stability to them, you know, and, uh, you know, for myself coming from Asia, I've had so much of this, like, you know what, Carla, you've got to go get your papers. You've got to go become you know, either a lawyer or a doctor or a lecturer or, you know, you just got to go get yourself into a title that people know about because that is stable to them, really. That is their version of stability. And now, who says that and who defines that? And nobody can define that for you because when you realize that maybe after college, I want to go work for someone for two, three years, I want to get some good experience, and maybe then I want to go set up my own business. Or maybe then I want to then decide at that point what I want to do with my life. And you know what? It is perfectly all right. Like you don't need to plan like what you want to do in five years from now. You know, some people, they already have a deep-rooted passion and they have so much clarity in what they want to do with their lives. Where else there's other types of people who actually haven't found their purpose. They haven't found their clarity. And if you ask me, that is perfectly all right. You know, I'll share with you my own story of, you know, how my, how would I say, my career or my life path has kind of been shaped according to the action I took at that moment. Now, so when I, I got married really at the age of 21. And when I, when I got married, I had no aspirations, no goals, no dreams. All I know is that I didn't like working for people. That is something that I detested from a very young age because I didn't like people who, you know, who kind of ordered me around or being bossy, you know, I never liked that. So, and that actually kind of even younger before marriage, like when I had jobs, I would job hop. Like, you know, if I worked in a place and I felt that, you know, I was not treated well or I was not given um, jobs or assignments or projects that could, I could take ownership of, I didn't like it. And at that point, obviously, I didn't know what it meant of taking ownership, what it meant by somebody assigning a project to me and I'm just going to run it and I'm going to show them that I could do it. 
but I didn't know that, but that's how I felt. And I, so I kind of left jobs, you know, kind of jobbed, hopped, and I did that because I need the funds at that time. And so I keep doing that, and everybody then gave me a label of like, so this girl is not disciplined. She doesn't have the consistency and the discipline to continue her jobs. Well, that's their opinion. I know, or rather, I didn't know what I wanted, but I knew very clearly that I didn't like what I was doing. Okay, so then life moved on, and then I got married at twenty-one. Now, when I got married again, I had no clue that, or or rather, no aspirations. Like, okay, I need to go, you know, pursue my education, and I need to go and start earning well so that I can provide and contribute to the family as well. All I wanted to do at that point was to stay home and be a good wife, you know, and just be with my husband. And then one year later, I had a kid. And then what I wanted to do was to just stay home with the kids, uh, with my kid and my dogs, you know. And, and I loved that. I just loved my family time. I just loved my me time. And I just lo loved being left alone, you know. But then at the same time, I also loved the lifestyle of having money, of buying things and, you know, and being motivated to bring, you know, my family or to go on holidays. And that meant income. So, but then, like I said, like I never knew business at that time. I never knew what I wanted. I didn't have a purpose, but still I sailed on and I was at home looking after my kid and, and again it moved on. And after some time, many years later, when my daughter became six years old, and uh, both me and my husband, we realized that life was a bit stagnated. And the good thing for us with, though we are very different in personalities, we had very common goals in terms of what we like to do and, and how we support each other. So, and from a very young age, again, because I traveled a lot with my parents, uh, my mom, she, she, she used to work, she's retired now and she used to work with Singapore Airlines and that meant we got to fly quite a bit and I was exposed to a lot of holidays from a very young age. So, and then I had this dream of, you know, always experiencing and living life overseas. And it was so inside me, but nobody took me seriously when I was young. They were like, stop it, you need to stay back where you are and build a future for yourself instead of running around the planet. Now, and again, it was not something I, I kind of defended myself for, but I knew this is what I wanted. And it was something I just dreamt of. So one day when we decided, you know, when my daughter was six, seven years old, we decided that, you know, we needed a change. And so we decided we were going to sell our property and we were just going to go somewhere and experience life for a couple of years. And so we decided we played along with some ideas and finally we landed in the UK. We pursued our education. And again, there was just a route for us to get into the UK because we couldn't come here and live like for three years. So we had to do something. So we came here, we pursued our education. And that is when things started to evolve. Like I actively um, participated in some university events. And, you know, and then I started finding myself and I was in my 30s at that, at that point. You know, and I started finding myself motivated. I started becoming creative. And then I realized that because I found the support that I actually was maybe looking for and I never got. Somebody who could say to me, you know what, you got this. You're brilliant. You know, go do this. And at that point, it meant so much to me.
But today, now, five years down the road, five years in business, you don't have a choice but become tough. And now I tell to people that yes, it is good to seek motivation and, and kind of like people telling you, you're all good, you can do this. But you know what? You need to be driven yourself. Like you can get some motivation from people because I do that. I watch all the people I look up to. I get motivation from them and I get pumped up. But the thing is, it needs to come from your inner core. You already need to have it. Because if you do not have your self-motivation and you're not brave enough to pursue your own dreams, then what happens is that when you get motivated for that one hour, it becomes like a YOLO effect, like it's just up and down and up and down. You feel so motivated for that one hour and then you go back home and suddenly it just it just kind of, you know, your loneliness or maybe the fact that you're not good enough or maybe what your parents are saying to you and everybody else is saying to you, it just that kind of overpowers you and that one hour, the one hour of motivation basically it becomes worthless because it did not do the kind of impact that you thought it should be doing for you. Now look, and that's coming from the fact that you allow so many people to interfere with you know, with how you think and who you think you are and what you think you can do and, and you know, interfere even even dreaming, like your dreams. Like nobody and, and I mean nobody should have a right to tell you what you can dream about because no dream is too big. You know, even if it sounds like crazy, like absolutely crazy, it doesn't matter. That's your right and you should own it. So really what I'm saying to you guys is, so what I did was, I I, I had already the fire and I, and I kind of had the dreams and the visions or, or, you know, it was just something that was inside and that was so deep rooted in me. But when, when that spark happened, you know, while at Grand Uni, when I met some, I'm incredibly awesome souls like who actually said you know what Carla you're brilliant go out and do this it just that was all the spark that I needed and then I just become unstoppable like I make so many mistakes I I kind of just you know but the thing is I just go on and I just go on and I just go on and adding to that another thing I want to add is you know you can have the fire you can have the dreams you can have the goals and together with that all of you need to have very good work ethics. Like, you need to be responsible for what you say you're going to do. You need to have incredible work ethics, coupled with the fact that you're confident enough not to let other people's noise influence your thoughts, your dreams, your visions, and then get motivated, be pumped up, and then go out there, and, and the world is yours, really. You know, so I just want to say that, you know, whatever people said to me when I was young, you know, like, um, you know, you know, maybe when I was so much more younger in preschool, maybe I don't know. But you know, I remember when I was in like doing my GCSEs, and I was not that academically brilliant because I didn't focus on my studies. And I remember my history teacher taking my book because I kind of flung one of my tests, I think, and she took my file or my book and she flung it across the classroom and she said, "You know what? You better drop history as your GCSE subject because." You're going to fail it. And if you fail it, you're going to bring down the aggregate score for the school. And I don't want you doing that. So can you please drop history as a subject and maybe go take something else? And though I was not interested in history, that, that's something that, you know, I knew. But that, that really pissed me off. And, and it was actually a very short time. It was just before the GCSEs, I believe, a month. 
I really mocked it and I came up with a B for my GCSE, you know, from an F or whatever that was. And, you know, and I was, and I did not do it because I loved history. I did it because I hate it when people put somebody down. Like, nobody has got a right to do that to you. And, and I just urge all of you not to allow anybody to do that to you. You know, because you have your own growth cycle and you need to stop allowing anybody to tell you you're not good enough and you can't succeed in this world. You can if you believe, you know, and that's all that matters. You need to believe, surround yourself with the right people and keep trying. You know, you could fail once, you could fail 50 times, you could fail 80 times. You know what? You could actually be you could actually die failing, though that's a sad thing. But you know what? To me, that is still success because you haven't given up. You didn't give up on yourself. You tried and you learned and you became wiser and you were actively looking and doing something that you felt passionate about. And to me, that's the key, right? So, so guys, stay positive, stay motivated, keep going, keep fighting for what you believe in and, and you know, and love yourself enough to ignore all the noises that you think it is not helping you in any shape or form. With that, guys, I'm going to leave you to think about this. Control your life. Define your lives. And, and I wish you all the best. Until the next podcast, signing off, Kalakrish. Bye now.